Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to episode 10 of Doinked, where myself, Dave, and the other doink, Josh, will be going, every, going over everything that happened in the wide world of sports this past weekend. Yeah, it's it's been a wild one. Yeah, it was a wild one, especially for uh, an Eagles fan over here. Yeah, a big, 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 big win for us this weekend. And also, for all my all my friends and family that are listening here that are Patriots fans, and of course, you obviously have Patriots fans in your family. Yeah. Um, in your friend group. Um, the hell, guys? <laughs> What's up with your boy there, Cam Newton? Uh, who knows? I mean, he's not the only one, obviously. This was past, a, there was like, what, 12 that came out of Tennessee? Yeah. This past weekend was kind of thrown into a little bit of a shuffle. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of games. Uh, there was a game that was canceled uh, due to COVID. Um, then you also had... Postponed a few weeks. They kind of shuffled around by weeks. Yeah, but, yeah correct. But yeah. And then you also had the pushing back of a Sunday game to Monday, to night. Monday night, which then threw a monkey wrench into other games that were being played and subsequently had to move other games around to accommodate for time slots for different TV stations and so on and so forth. Yes. Needless to say, I think the NFL did a very good job. They did a really good job this past week yeah. dealing with COVID. There will be more of this coming down the line. If it so, everyone if it gets should... worse than what they had to deal with this weekend. There will be some major hiccups for the NFL. It's going to be something that they're going to really have to work at figuring out. Well, here's the way I look at it: for the Tennessee Titans to have 12 confirmed cases, yeah, okay, something wasn't followed in the NFL protocol. Yeah, it's simple as that. A team that has that many confirmed cases, it shouldn't be that the other team has to then subsequently sit a week waiting to see what's going to happen. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. You know what happens? You have to forfeit that game. Mm-hmm. Now that's a loss. Simple as that. Yeah. You couldn't be prepared. You couldn't follow NFL protocol. Forget shuffling around bye weeks, shuffling around this and that. No. That right to. there is a forfeit going forward. And the NFL will figure it out. Yeah, you messed up. It's but, it's on you. But 12 cases, come on. Somebody messed up big time in Tennessee. Yeah. Big time. So, as we did last week, I'm going to skim over a couple of spots because not really much happening in a couple of spots. Then we're going to hit hard with the MLB and we'll hit hard with the NFL. We'll close out with NFL. Yep. So, we'll just go very quickly. Lakers Heat, game four. Is tonight as of recording? We record yeah, we on Tuesday record night. Tuesday nights. We upload so, this around Wednesday, is midday to late. So the series has become a series. Mm-hmm. It is two one Lakers, but after the way Jimmy Butler played in Game Three, this could go seven. This could go seven. It's probably gonna go six, but it could go seven because Butler played unbelievable. Oh, he played what forty plus points? Forty points, eleven rebounds, and thirteen assists. He had a triple, triple double. double. Dominated the game. Completely dominated. I the think. Game. That- I could be. I'm probably wrong here, but isn't that the first triple double to come out of the bubble playoff? I'm not sure. I I didn't look too deep into the stats, but yeah. it's something I can look into going into the next episode. Because by the time we record the next episode, the series, series may, could be over series or could be, could over. be going into a game seven. Who knows? But um, we do have a series on our hands. Yeah. So anybody out there who is watching basketball, who is a big basketball fan, I know you guys are excited and primed for this series in particular because it looks like it's going to be a good one. Um, as far as the NHL, as of time of recording, the NHL draft is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
as of recording, I believe the first five picks have already went down the line. So we know who the Rangers took with the number one overall pick. We will go over big picks. We'll go picks. over big picks next week. Next week, we'll go over who went number one, who went in the first round for our respective teams, stuff like that. But we'll do that post-draft. We're not doing any analysis. I'm not somebody who sits here and watches college hockey, and I don't watch you know, Russian hockey and German hockey and Swedish hockey. I, I, Canadian youth hockey, I don't watch that stuff, unfortunately. I watch NHL, and I watch Olympic hockey. That's yeah. pretty much it. So we will see what analysts say about the players taken mm-hmm. to respective teams. Yep. I'll look at my respective roster. I'll look at my respective roster and, and we'll figure just go out from where, we needed, where we needed holes filled and yep. did we fill those holes succe- uh, successfully. successfully. And then we also were going to look at the fact that the NHL is looking already prime and ready this season. Yeah. This talks about their season kicking off on schedule this year. So, yeah. MLB will it play. Be, well, also with the NHL season, will it be in the bubble or will it be travel? Or That's will they, also what they got to figure out. Or will they do something like what Major League Baseball did, which is yeah. just keep it regional. Keep teams in a regional area. They yeah. can travel between set amount of stadiums and that's it. Yeah. MLB playoffs. So, um, in the American League side, I was wrong about two series. You were wrong about one. And in the National League side, we only missed one series. Mm-hmm. So quickly run down the playoffs. The Rays swept the Blue Jays. Yeah, we saw that coming. Okay. The Athletics beat the White Sox 2-1. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this was the only series in the American League side to go three games. And what a three games it was. Because yeah. Athletics did not look good in the first game. Then in the second game, they nearly blew it. And then in the third game, for the first time in their playoff history, modern playoff history, they came back from being down three runs to win the respective game, mm-hmm. okay? As an A's fan, I'm very happy to see him advance. I did not have him go by the White Sox just because of how good that White Sox lineup was, yeah. and they did catch breaks in game three. Yeah. The starting pitcher was pulled after 15 pitches. The guy that they put in to relieve him was pulled after one inning because of uh, an injury. Another player for the White Sox in their lineup got hurt going to second base. So it was an, an alignment of stars that helped the best lineup in the majors not be the best lineup in the majors. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're pitching wasn't where it needed to be is really what held the White Sox back in this series. Yeah. Um, did not have the Twins losing to the Astros. Neither of us yeah, did. Yeah, no, I didn't. And not in a sweep. <laughs> the Twins lost in a sweep. And then the Yankees went over the Indians. Mm-hmm. So in the American League, you have a matchup of the Rays and the Yankees, which we've seen already this year yeah, multiple times, and the Athletics versus the Astros, which, again, they've played multiple times because of the way the Major League Baseball constructed their schedules. Yep. Over on the National League side, Dodgers swept the Brewers. The one that we got wrong was the Marlins over the Cubs. Yeah. We had the Cubs going over the Marlins. The Marlins swept. Braves went over the Reds in a sweep, and Padres beat the Cardinals 2-1. So to one. I also had this wrong. Because I said the St. Louis was going over San Diego. Oh, okay. So you had two wrong. I had two wrong on this one. You had one. Yes. So to make so we both basically split. We had yeah. the same amount of right, same amount of wrong going into this. Um, the National League Divisional Series has not started yet. Starts tomorrow. Yep. You have the Dodgers versus the Padres. Again, teams that have already matched up this year. And the Braves versus the Marlins. I'll tell you something right now. If you are not watching the Atlanta Braves, just watch them for Ronald Acuna. Yeah. It's the only person you need to watch on it. The kid is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Kid is a true five tool athlete yeah. in Major League Baseball. Yeah. But as of time of recording, we have the Yankees up 
1-0 in their series. Against the Rays. Against the Rays. Now, remember, the Rays are the one seed. Yep. And we have Houston over Oakland 1-0. And Oakland is the two seed. So, yeah. you have the one seed and the two seed both down in their series. And as of recording on Tuesday, Oakland was losing their game. I haven't followed up with it. I don't know if they lost, but they were down 5-2 mm-hmm. at the beginning of recording. So, Houston may already have a two games to zero advantage in a five game series. In a five game series, which means Oakland will have to win out to advance. Yep. So, um, might as well make our predictions like we've been doing for all the other series. With hindsight, as it is right now, who do you have going over in the American League and who do you have going over in the National League? So, based on history. I have it, Yankees, Strohs, based on recent history, Yankees, Strohs in the championship series. Okay. And I've got LA, Atlanta. Okay. So I'm not changing any of my picks because I had the Rays versus the Dodgers in the series. I did not have Oakland in this part of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I didn't. But I have the Rays going over the Yankees, and I'm going to take – I didn't take Oakland in the last series, so I'm not going to take them in this series. I'm going to take the Astros over Oakland. And I have the Rays going to the uh, Rays-Astros in the championship series. Rays go over. On the National League side, it's Dodgers-Braves. Dodgers will go over the Braves in the CS. Dodgers will win the World Series. It's yeah, I have the Dodgers winning the World Series. I didn't give you my uh, ALCS. NLCS. Um, what? Well, I didn't give you my NLCS or ALCS, yeah. but I have the Dodgers going over. And then between the Houston... Uh, Astros and the Yankees. Yep. I've got the pinstripes going over. Okay. I got the Yanks and the Dodgers playing in the World Series. And I've got the Dodgers winning in five. Okay. All right. So basically a sweep. Pretty much. Basically a sweep. Yankees will win probably game two. Gentlemen sweep. Yeah. All right. NFL. (sighs) Okay. So the week started off with arguably the best game of the week. Come on. Yeah. Broncos, Jets. Yeah. Broncos, Jets. Unbelievable game, right? 45 yard scramble by Sam Darnold in the first, uh, first quarter. Oh, my God. Seeing ghosts just chasing them. Yeah. Broncos go over Jets 37-28. We both had that. Both of us had the Broncos going there. Um, Ravens beat the Washington football team 31-17. Basically uh, a correction game for them after Mm -hmm. their loss to the Chiefs the week before. Chargers lose to the Bucs. Now, we both had this game. We both had the Bucks because the Chargers are traveling cross-country, yep. still dealing with the rookie quarterback. Yep. Um, and Tom Brady's going to Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He, Five TDs. Yep. Comeback victory. Played unbelievable in this game. Um, okay. What's uh, what's the kid's name? Jimmy, the number 10 on the Bucks, the, their wide receiver, Jimmy something or other. I can't remember his name, but he popped off. He got, I think, three receiving touchdowns. I know. Well, I know Mike Evans went off again. Yeah, Mike Evans popped off, but then I think he got hurt late in the game. I don't know. All I know is that, you know, this was a Tom Brady comeback game, um, and it primes them for what's coming up this week. But we'll go over this week's schedule. Um, another game, both of us got right. We had the Seahawks going over the Dolphins, thirty-one twenty-three. Um, it was surprising with how close this game was. Russell Wilson didn't have a Russell Wilson esque game. No, he didn't. But still did enough to, you know, carry his team to another victory, um, keeping them undefeated, which is very important in a very, very competitive NFC West. Yeah. A game we both got wrong was the Vikings and the Texans. The Vikings 
go over the Texans, 31-23. Yeah. And we are going to get to it in a few minutes, in a little bit more detail. But subsequently, because of this loss, Houston Texans head coach and general manager Bill O'Brien was fired today, October 6th. Mm-hmm. So we'll go over it when we go over the standings and who do you think is next on, next on the chopping block. But Dalvin Cook, just feed this guy the ball. Keep it out of Kirk Cousins' hands. Just give it to Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. The, guy, the guy's got six touchdowns in the last two games. Like, just give him the ball. We yeah. talked about this last year on Doink, and we're talking about it again this year on Doink. Minnesota runs through Dalvin Cook, especially since you don't have Stefan Diggs anymore. Yeah, no. You have one wide receiver that teams can kind of concentrate on. Just go at through Cook. Cook. That's it. Saints go over the Lions 35-29. Uh, again, kind of a get-right game for the Saints. Mm-hmm. They haven't really looked right. Michael Thomas is still out. so um, They've been putting a lot of pressure on Alvin Kamara there, and he can only do so much. Correct. And you need to make sure that the teams you're supposed to beat, you beat, because you are chasing right now in that division. Yeah. You have to win the games you're supposed to win. This was a game that was nuts. You got this game right. The Browns going over the Cowboys. N- not even close to the fashion I thought this game was going to play out. Not no. even close. First of all, the Cowboys... For the fact that the Browns almost put up a 50-burger? Well, they almost put up a 50-burger, so we said there was going to be a 50-burger this week. We picked the wrong game. Yeah. Secondly, they put over 300 yards on the ground in this game. Absolutely destroyed and the you, Cowboys. And you know what else? Dak threw for. 500 plus yards in this game and lost and still lost. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable, man. And you're playing Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, I mean, Baker Mayfield made your defense look stupid. It wasn't him. It was the running game. It had nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. They ran for 300 yards. You know how tough that is? You know how tough it is to run for 300 yards? How's this? They catapulted the Patriots as the number one rushing offense in the NFL with that one game. Yeah. Okay, the, Odell Beckham took a end around to the house to, to ice the game. Mm-hmm. It, Dallas needs to find a defense. And yesterday, they need to find one. <laughs> yeah. Another one Josh got right, I got wrong. I'm never going to let go of Minshew mustache magic. I will ride that till the day I die. We'll see about that this week. Well, you had Joe Burrow get his first win as a bangle. Um, they went over 33-25 over the Jaguars. And I like what Joe Burrow did. Joe Burrow was given the ball as, like, congratulations with your first win. And he just gave it back to the bag. He goes, that doesn't mean anything. I'm not here for one win. I'm here to win yeah. multiple games and bring some championships to the city of Cincinnati. Yeah. Good pipe dream, kid. But you know what? That's awesome. That That's the type of leader that you have yeah. in your clubhouse as a as rookie. As a rookie, yeah. That's unbelievable. Neither of us got this game right. For some reason, um, Kyler Murray has not been Kyler Murraying. No. Um, Panthers go over 31-21 over the Cardinals. Um, maybe leaves, maybe teams are starting to figure out Kyler. Know, Kyler a little bit more. I don't know. They're keeping him more in the pocket, not letting him scramble around, use his legs and stuff like that. Um, we will see as the weeks continue to progress with this Cardinals team because I—, I I was really liking the way that they were shooting, and now all of a sudden they've lost their last two. Yeah. 
Um, this was the game we had the 50-burger on. Um, there wasn't even 30 points scored between the two teams as the Giants lost to the Rams 17-9. Uh, Rams over the Giants. Yeah. Um, just a boring overall game. Uh, Pretty much. Daniel Jones is the quarterback for the uh, Giants. You know, good luck with that. They're going to be looking for the next quarterback in the draft. Yeah. Bills. I mean, all teams coming out of New, New York are going to be looking for their quarterback out of the out of the draft. Well, we'll get to something in a minute. Bills go over the Raiders. Um, both of us got that one correct, thirty to twenty-three. Josh Allen just continues the Josh Allen. Yeah, um, kids this, looking great. This defense finally had a second half that reminded me, yeah, of their defense from the last two years, yeah. where it was an elite defense. They woke up in the second half and they completely shut down the the Raiders. Forcing turnovers, forcing punts, making things happen. Stefan Diggs just continues to be that number one target for Allen. Yeah. A game we both got wrong. Colts went over the Bears 1911. Um at one point, Bears fans were lighting up Twitter asking for Trubisky to go in. I mean, what a more fickle group of fans. And I mm-hmm. hate to say that I I I wear those colors, but I wasn't asking for Trubisky. I'm asking for some real play calling, though. Yeah. What is Nagy doing? I mean, you know, you're talking about how you want to run your RPO. That's the reason why you have Foles in the lineup is to run this RPO offense that apparently Mitchell Trubisky could not run, and then you don't run it. You don't run any of the RPO. Their defense, the number one defense in the NFL, deservedly dominated this game. Dominate yeah. this game. You didn't help your offensive line by running screens or running chips to give a little bit of help to your le- to your left tackle to your right tackle. What what were you doing? You scored a garbage time touchdown because this game was over. It was nineteen to three, and you scored a garbage time touchdown to Allen Robinson, which didn't help my fantasy because I got blown out this week. Yeah, but it's just one of these things like your defense isn't playing elite. It's playing great, but it's not playing elite like everybody expects it to be. All right, you're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback. You're not forcing turnovers. You had two chances at turnovers in this game, and you missed them both. Khalil Mack had a ball, hit him right in the hands, and he dropped it. And then Roquan Smith made the interception, but was that was out of bounds when he caught the ball. Like those are the types of plays that you have to, you have, you have to, to make. make, especially when your offense is not clicking. And Nagy's offense hasn't clicked in in a season and four games so far. How's that? Actually, yeah. his offense didn't click in the playoff game that they lost. So he hasn't clicked in almost two seasons already. Yeah, They need to figure this out because if you want to run your offense, if you want to win your way, and you want a quarterback to play your system, then play your system. Yeah, don't expect them to play your system but not give them the plays to play said system. Yeah. If you're going to run, if you're going to be a power running team, then power run the ball. Okay? Line up, create some creases, Give David Montgomery the ball and do what you do in the first two weeks of the season. 100-plus yards for Montgomery, 150-plus yards as a team, then do it. Don't don't lay off the gas. Make it happen that way if that's how you want to do it. If yeah. you want to run RPO, then run RPO. But p- figure out what you want to do. Just figure it out because it, 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 it's annoying to watch. And it's annoying to see how like now all of a sudden everyone's turning their back on Foles and is asking for Trubisky. No. Ride foals, but ride the offense you want to you want to ride. This is when we both got wrong, mm-hmm. and you should be ashamed as an Eagles fan. I'm. Uh, I thought Nick Mullins was a lot better than he is, um, because of the performance he had, be it against the Giants, but he, the performance he had last week. 
I thought because RD is is one of the elites. No, it's not. But we had yeah, he's a cheetah. He kicks the ball back a full yard. No, no. I was about a the, half of a foot. All right, listen, the Eagles are not an elite defense. Don't get yourself twisted here. They have great players. They're not an elite defense. Not even close. They're not in the upper echelon. Elite, elite. Okay, we're talking about what that Bills defense showed in the second half against the Raiders. That's elite. The Colts, what they're doing, that's elite. Okay, what the Patriots okay. just did to okay. the Chiefs on Monday Night Football, that's elite. Even though they lost that game, that okay. is an elite defense. Let me rephrase. You're a formally, good defense. Formerly elite defense. When were they ever elite? Our Super Bowl run. You weren't elite. The in your underdog Super Bowl. defense. They the were, defensive line. They weren't. They weren't elite then either. They were a great defense. You know what they were? They were just like the Giants who beat the Patriots in two Super Bowls. Great defensive line and a good enough back half so this way they could keep the ball in front of them and not give up big plays. That's what they were. They could get to the quarterback. They could get home and they could get to the quarterback. But they're not elite. They may have had elite pass rushers, elite front four. That back half, good enough to keep the ball in front of them and make plays on the balls when they had to make plays on the balls, which is important because when you're getting pressure on the quarterback... Can I? Can I? Can I? Elite defensive line. <laughs> okay, now we're now we're backtracking. Okay, gotcha. Elite defensive line. All right. Um. And a couple really important plays from our corners and our safeties, mm-hmm. especially the pick six at the end of the game, that basically sealed it for us. Yep. Because then they had to, they had two full score plays that they needed to take that W. Mm-hmm. Um. And. I'm pretty sure the mix, the missed EP at the end of the game yep. for them that forced them, um, because I'm oh they lost by five. Yeah, they lost I keep by forgetting five. the score. I was like, and we got the the two pointer at the beginning of the game because mm-hmm. if we hadn't got that, and they had scored this EP, get down, get a field goal, they win the game. Yeah. So those two big things, the forced, um, the forced uh. Two point conversion, the pick six, and the missed EP at the end of the game. Those are kind of the big plays that helped us. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as I'm pretty sure it was a forced fumble, um, that we recovered, and there was another pick, um, towards the middle of the game. Um, I don't think we scored anything off of that, but it got the ball out of out of San Francisco's hands, and into our hands to run clock. Yeah. Can we talk about one play though that pissed me off? Go ahead. Brandon Ayuk. And his freaking hurdle into the um, into the end zone didn't even touch him. He went right over him for their first score. Yeah, be it it was eight to seven. It wasn't like their score to take the lead, but to give him that break and to be able to to completely miss, we should have been able to make that play and run more clock off the uh, run more clock there. What can I mean? What what are you supposed to do? I mean, you're not on the field making the tackles. You're not on the field making the plays. We can just be here and bitch, essentially. Pretty much. That's Pretty much. that's what I mean. I can stand here and I can go back to the Bears Colts game and talk about Foles threw an interception. It wasn't his fault. Anthony Miller's had the drops the last couple of weeks. Ball yeah. hits him right in the hands and goes right into the defender. While you're on a scoring drive, by the way, you're mm-hmm. in the red zone. But I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're facing the number one defense. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, it it is what it is. Yeah. Ride foals, play your offense. That's all I can say. Yeah. On your side, it's Carson Wentz needs to start showing something. Yeah. 
and if your defense can continue to force the turnovers, yeah, you guys have an opportunity to be the number one team in a putrid division. Yeah, and it's putrid because oh, we yeah, want to get to the standings. Don't yeah, worry, no, that's bad. First Monday night game, Chiefs go over the Patriots twenty six to ten. Okay, your boy over here got that one right. Okay, I had Cam Newton's Patriots going over. Well, listen, I didn't have Brian Hoyer's listen, or Jared Stidham's. Just because somebody gives us a reprieve and says that we can change our picks in a pick'em league doesn't give you the right to change your picks on a recording. Because last week you picked the Patriots. I don't care who it was, you picked the Patriots. I'm pretty sure I picked the Patriots and Cam Newton would beat Kansas City. It doesn't matter. Not the Patriots minus Cam Newton. Listen. Now, okay, I will take that back. I will take the L here. No, you're going to take the L because it's on paper. I will shut up. <laughs> I will take the L here because it wasn't a blowout. No, no, the score does not reflect. As I was watching this game with Becky and her father and, and her father's friend, the score doesn't reflect how bad, uh, how close this game was. Is what I should say, because this game was really close. Hoyer's sack at the end of the first half took three points off the board. Dumb. Hoyer's fumble at the beginning of the second half took three more points off the board. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that's six points right there at a point in the game where the score was only Mm 3-6. Okay? That is a six-point swing to it then being a tie game because the Chiefs had kicked the field goal up at that point. Yeah. So it would have been 9-3. It would have been 6-6 going into the half, and then subsequent field goals. Brings you to 9-9, okay? And then you have a different type of ball game. Because the Patriots defense was keeping them in this game. This game's only 26-10 because of a pick six at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. A ball that went right off of Edelman's hands. You want to talk about Anthony Miller from the Bears having a ball go off his hands for an interception? Edelman had a ball go off his hands twice in this game. One turned into an interception. It was a pick six for Teron Matthew, who walked into the end zone, untouched, flapping his arms like some excited little boy. All happy that he scored a touchdown. That sealed the game right there. Yeah. Okay? Stidham had to come in for Hoyer because Hoyer was an absolute disaster. And why? Belichick loves Hoyer. Who knows? Does he know the system very well? Yes. Obviously, he can't perform in the system. Yeah. All right? At the end of the day, Chiefs went over. This is the first team in NFL history to start four consecutive seasons, 4-0. Yeah. First team in NFL history to do that. Second Monday night game. When I said we talked about a 50-burger, it wasn't the Rams over the Giants. No, it was this game. It was the Packers over the Falcons. And the Packers couldn't get us 50 points. Nope. I mean, they did blow them out 30-16. This game was ugly. Yeah. This game was ugly. This was another Aaron Rodgers coming Four out. Four TDs for Four Rogers. more touchdowns to Mo Larry and Curly, man. There was nobody on this team that you could recognize as far yeah. as offensive weapons. Devontae Adams is out. The guy that they are. The guy that... um. Rodgers has been throwing Lazard to on that. Lazard has been throwing at him the last couple of weeks. He misses this week. Like, Jesus. He he turns everybody into the next big thing. So, um, as Rodgers has been say, said after the game, he goes, well, my, uh, my bad seasons are other quarterbacks' good seasons. So, this is just me showing up is basically what it is. Yeah. So, um, to go over a quick rundown of how we finished this past week, you have the one game edge. Yep, I went nine and six. You went ten and five. Mm-hmm. So, um, bravo to you. Um, so we'll see how get, we go next week. You'll get first pick coming up this week. Okay. Um, as we go over the standings, we're going to start in the AFC. So in the AFC East, you have the Bills at four and zero, undefeated. 
Yep. You have the Pats at two and two. You have the Dolphins at one and three, and the Jets zero oh and four. Zero oh and four in the basement. In the AFC North, the Steelers are three and zero with a very early bye, unfortunately. The Ravens are three and one. The Browns are three and one, and Cincinnati is one two and one. The AFC South has the Titans at three and zero again, another unfortunate early bye. Colts at three and one. The Jags at one and three, and Houston at zero and four. Again, as I had mentioned before. Bill O'Brien, general manager and head coach of the Houston Texans, with a winning record. He was fired with a winning record of 52 and 48. Mm -hmm. Fired. Gone. Done. So now they got to fill two positions on that team. Yeah. In the AFC West, you have the Kansas City Chiefs at 4 0, the Las Vegas Raiders at 2 2, the LA Chargers at 1 3, and the Denver Broncos at 1 3. Switching over to the NFC, we're going to start in the West. With the Seattle Seahawks are four and zero, the Rams are three and one, the Arizona Cardinals are two and two, and your defending NFC champion San Francisco 49ers are in the basement at two and two. The NFC South has the Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay Buccaneers at three and one, the New Orleans Saints at two and two, Carolina at two and two, and the basement dwellers zero and four Atlanta Falcons Swiss cheese. The NFC North has the Green Bay Packers at four and zero. The Chicago Bears at three and one, Detroit Lions at one and three, and the Minnesota Vikings at one and three. Mm-hmm. And to your NFC North, uh, NFC East, which is being led by the one, two, and one Philadelphia Eagles, followed by the Washington Football Team at one and three, the Cowboys at one and three, and the New York Football Giants at zero and four. So you have a team with a one, two, and one record leading your division, while on the other side you have a team who's one, two, and one in the Cincinnati Bengals, who are in the basement of their division. How putrid is the AFC NFC East? How putrid is that? Are you guys going to have a five hundred team this year? We are going to. So I I was listening to uh, Sports Talk Radio the other day, and the worst team, the worst record. To win a division. 7-9 Seattle Seahawks. 7-9 Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And they won a playoff game, by the way. That was, was the seven, be- that was the Beast Mode game. Yeah. 7-9, they won a playoff game against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Beast Mode. So, I'm going to say... I'm going to say it as the Eagles um, are going to win the division at 6-9-1. and one. Wow. I was going to say 7-8-1, and one, but okay, I'll give it to you because... There isn't a winning team in that division. No way. No. No how. Absolutely. And we're not, not. We're not going to beat the fifth seed. Whoever is going into the number one wild card seed. No way in hell. We're not winning that wild card game. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be the four. You'd yeah. be the four seed. Yeah. Yikes. All right. Other predictions. Okay. Bill O'Brien's already been fired in Houston. Who's yep. the next head coach to go? Who is the next head coach to go across the league? Across to go? the league to lose their job. Because I think there's two. I think there's two guys that you can almost bank on that are next on the chopping block. It's Dan Quinn in Atlanta. I was going to say Quinn. Okay. Or it's Adam Gase in New York. Yeah. It's one of the two. How Adam Gase still has his job blows my mind because Sam Donald's been seeing ghosts now for two years. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason why he was able to scramble for 45 yards the other night was he was being chased by ghosts. He was asking for Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray and Harold Ramis to come out and save him. So... It's got to be one of those two coaches. I figured after the beating the the Falcons took. I was gonna say Quinn's gone. I figured, but I figured he'd be gone. I really did after the, another beating 
another abysmal showing by the uh the Falcons. By the Falcons. But apparently uh Houston was more fed up than Atlanta because I mean Dan Quinn did bring him to a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Even though he blew a twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three, yeah. So now we're gonna get to week five. Week five starts off on Thursday night football. The Chicago Bears hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Who you got? I think Brady and the Bucks come into Chicago and Brady is Brady. Brady is gonna put up four TDs. Um and I'm not gonna say he's gonna make the Bears look abysmal, but he's going to find the holes in the Bears defense and exploit them. Okay. The exact game that we just saw this past week between the Colts and the Bears is the exact game we're going to see between the Bears and the Bucks. The Bucks have an unbelievable defense. It's not going to be Tom and that offense that does anything. You're not talking Bill Belichick's offense versus the Chicago Bears. You're talking about Bruce Arians' offense versus the Chicago Bears. Okay? That's what we're talking about here. And I think the Chicago Bears defense can hold up against Tom Brady in the offense. Now the question is, is Matt Nagy getting his head out of his ass and actually running running an offense? As a Bears fan, I am going to take the Bears in this game. One, they are at home, albeit there's no fans in the stands, no real home field advantage. They are at home. Both these teams have a quick turnaround. It is a Thursday night game. So Tampa has to travel to Chicago. Okay, that gives them the slight advantage there. Yeah. Both of these defenses are good defenses. The question is, can the Bears defense show up and show out against another elite unit? Because they're facing another elite unit here. Shaq Barrett, Dominican Sue. Unbelievable defense this team has. Show up, show out Chicago, get a W on the board, beat a good team, and then gives you plenty of time to rest going into your next game. Yeah. Okay. We have the Las Vegas Raiders visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay. 5-0. I have the Chiefs going 5-0 and as well in this game. You have the LA Rams going to the Washington football team. Now, here is where we've had this conversation multiple times. Here is where going from west to east or east to west is not going to matter. LA will win this football game. Okay. I agree with you just because of the fact that it is the Washington football team. Exactly. Um, but L.A. just had a hard time with the Giants. They had a very hard time with a really bad team. Just remember that. A really hard time with a very bad team. Yeah. Okay. I am taking the Rams just purely based on the talent on the team. I mean, Jared Goff is unbelievable. Good head coaching. But they haven't had any stable, like, this is a defining victory. Yeah. I don't think this is their defining victory. I don't think so yet. But they should be able to beat this team. Yeah. This is going to be a good game. This is the Bills versus the Titans. 4-0 versus 3-0. Who leaves here with a loss? Now, Bills are going to the Titans. So I have Buffalo winning here over Tennessee for the sole fact is that there has been a lot of issues going on in Tennessee that I don't know if they're going to be as practiced as Buffalo is going into this game. Yeah. I'm going Tennessee. 
Really? Yeah, I'm going Tennessee. Okay. They've had the extra week of rest. Um, They haven't really said which players have contracted the virus. It changes if it's Derrick Henry or something like that. If it's Derrick Henry, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. Like one of your stars. If that's the issue, it, it changes this game drastically. I just... I, just because I saw one quarter or a quarter and a half of elite defense from Buffalo doesn't mean that that's a Buffalo defense. That four quarters is going to happen. Exactly. And you're going to be facing a team that wants to go out there and just run the ball down your throat. So I w- I'm going to go with the Titans in this game. Your 1-2-1 one, one Eagles versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Battle of Pennsylvania. I hate to say it, but Pittsburgh takes this game. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to get your nine losses somewhere. Here's yeah. one of your losses. Yeah. We have a rough go at the next few weeks. We've oh. got a lot of really, really good teams. We've got Zona coming up. We've got um, Seattle coming up. Let's see um, how good Arizona is. How's that? Because yeah. they're playing the Jets this week. Okay. I have Arizona winning this oh, game. Arizona wins this. Okay. If Arizona struggles against the Jets, they're, they're not for they're real. Not, yeah. They're not for real. Okay. Yeah. Here's another bond burner. The Jaguars versus the Texans. Jaguars should win this game because Texans are just going to be in turmoil this week. No head coach, no general manager. You don't think that Deshaun Watson can help kind of get some morale back I told you, I was team? riding Minshew's mustache magic for the rest well, of the I'm, season. I'm taking Deshaun Watson. I okay. think Watson's going to have some morale back into his team, Okay, and they're going to get their first win of the year. Okay. Be it their first win of the year. should probably have been like week two or three, but you know. Exactly. Bengals, Ravens, one, two, and one versus three and one. Raves, Ravens, Ravens take this game. AFC North. Panthers versus Falcons. Panthers. Okay. Fal- Falcons switch cheese. They're gonna go. Dan Quinn's losing starting his job next week. They're, Dan Quinn's start, they're lo- starting the season at one eight. Okay. Dan Quinn's losing his job next week. Yeah. Dolphins, 49ers. 49ers get right game. Okay. I, I I'm not buying it personally, but I'm gonna take the 49ers because they're they're going to San Francisco. Okay. But. It's not a get-right game. It's a squeaker. They're going to squeak by. Really? Yes. Broncos, Patriots, this is a Patriots win. Yeah. This is a Patriots win. With or without Cam, this is a Patriots win. Yeah, I think think they're going to start Stidham, and I think Stidham's going to help help bring them to victory. Cowboys, Giants. (sighs) Just because of the amount of points the Cowboys can put up, they should blow out the Giants. It should be the Cowboys, yeah. They should blow out the Giants. They may give up some points, but they can just put up points in buckets. Colts, Browns. Oh, Colts. Okay. I'm going Colts as well just based on defense. Yeah. Again, deep, number one defense in the NFL. They should be able to contain this ground game that the Cowboys couldn't contain. Then again, the Cowboys couldn't contain. Yeah. It's just simple as that. Seahawks, Vikings. Seahawks. Seahawks, again, in Seattle. Vikings are traveling to them. Unless Dalvin Cook is just giving the ball 90 times in this game, the Vikings have no chance. Yeah. Monday Night Football, Chargers and Saints. Because LA is traveling to New Orleans, I give it to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I would love to see another Justin Herbert win. Is it in the cards? I don't think so. No, unfortunately, this is just going to be another game in which Drew Brees and the Saints are going to kind of skirt by, rest on their laurels, get the W because they're facing a team that they should be able to get the W over. They need to get this team healthy, though. Like, yeah. they can't just rely on Alvin Kamara. They need Michael Thomas to be back. They need Emmanuel Sanders to be back. They they need they need the help big time on the offensive side. Yeah, but I think that finishes this episode off. Yes, it does. This is a uh, this has been a uh, double dunk production. 
you know, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, don't hesitate to reach out to myself at Dave the Doink or reach out to Josh at the Alt on our Instagram. Um, we obviously have a Double Doink page as well that you can follow us on at there. Double Doink Network. Yep. Um, we're always on top of it as far as messages are concerned. We don't do a real good job of posting. We are going to get back to doing that eventually. Yeah. Um, we kind of got to get a, get our schedule figured out. Exactly. Got to get our flow back. Um, we do always appreciate all the feedback we get from you guys. You know, always like reading messages that you guys send us, whether yeah. it's privately, whether it's through the page. Um, but once again, don't hesitate. Always reach out to us. I have been Dave. I have been Josh. And we have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.